Okay, friends, today on the show, we just try to recover from the weekend that was Avengers Endgame and the Game of Thrones battle at Winterfell. It was a lot to take in. And Bob has still not seen an episode of Game of Thrones, but he will try to recap in his best way based off memes and hashtags, the giant battle of Winterfell. Grannies, the Iceman. The Night King, not the Ice. Why do you call him the Iceman? Kid in the wheelchair taking a nap. <laughs> Bran? The Little Man. Tyrion Lannister? All of it. You call him Lil Man? Lil is Man. It, is that L-I-L-M-A-N? Lil you Man? Know. Hey, you know. <laughs> we also have a uh, naked guy throwing rocks. Not Game of Thrones related. It's just somebody did that down in Texas. And Florida Man. Yeah, what versus, what'd he do? Versus Mattress. <laughs> There's drugs involved, right? Was that the one that had meth involved in it? Yeah, I yeah, think so, right? oh yeah, right. oh yeah. Florida man, mattress, meth, all in a steel cage match um, with Game of Thrones granny. We also will break down the kids' bop version of the Ariana Grande song Seven Rings." All today on the podcast. Enjoy. The Mikey and Bob Podcast. Oh, you okay? Nah, nah. We probably. I should we should have taken today off, man. I feel like my heart is still like beating faster than it should from uh damn Game of Thrones. What a what a why would they do that to us? Why would they put Avengers Endgame and Battle of Winterfell Game of Thrones episode in the same weekend? Why? Why? Like it physically was not good. It was not a good weekend for me. Oh, man. How good was Avengers Endgame, man? So oh. good. So good. <laughs> so good. Yeah. It was, like, perfect. Yeah. Sad, right? Some some sad moments there. In there was sad moments, yeah. yeah. By yeah. the way, we're going to try to navigate uh, Avengers Endgame and Game of Thrones today without massive spoilers. So we're going to do our best on that, which should be fun because, as we all know, Bob does not watch Game of Thrones, but he comes in here the Monday after a major episode in this final season and gives a Game of Thrones. Uh, I don't know if it's uh, really a, a recap that you do or just kind of question and answer where you're uh, – but you've seen how the Game of Thrones episode last night has dominated the internet, right? Like, you are you seeing just random memes? And yeah, yeah. It was a big episode last night. There was a lot of things that happened. I mean, that's how I watch. I follow along <laughs> just with the hashtag Game of Thrones. <laughs> I don't remember – like, it was probably an hour and 20-minute episode last night, Game of Thrones, for the uh, Battle of Winterfell, right? I don't remember. Probably the last episode of Breaking Bad, I don't remember TV that was that good. That may have been the best episode of TV I've ever watched. Wow. That and the, like, very last episode of Breaking Bad, I think, are the best, like, hours of television I've ever watched. Well, it was it was stupid what they did in Game of Thrones last night. Just the scale of it all, like with the the battle, you know, what did it take them fifty nights to shoot the battle? And like, could that have been the finale? And that it's just done. They could not have another episode of Game of Thrones after last night. And like, yeah, you'd still want some more, but you could kind of you could kind of understand because there's still episodes left. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if the the rest of the episodes are going to live up to what happened last night. I mean, last night was the peak of that entire series, I feel like. Like, there's going to be uh, an ending, 
because there's still a few episodes left to Game of Thrones. Right. But what they did last night, like nothing will in scale compare to that. I just, you know, I tweeted out just thank you to all the people who make that because it was it was stupid. Just the scale of that battle in in what they did and how much money that cost <laughs> just to entertain us all for an hour and twenty minutes. Are it, they doing movies after Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones movies? Yeah. Uh no, I don't think so. So it'll be like an ending, ending. I think so. Yeah, I think they're doing uh, other Game of Thrones shows, though. Oh. I think, like, uh, things that are in the Game of Thrones universe, but not... Like telling other stories? Yeah, maybe, like, some prequel stuff, you know. Kind of like how when Breaking Bad ended, we got Better Call Saul. I think they're going to pull one of those. Eh, that's okay, but, you know, they never really live up to, to what it is. Uh, I was, like, laying in bed mm-hmm. watching Game of Thrones... And by the time that this big battle scene was coming towards an end, I was sitting with my knees up, like holding my knees, like rocking back and forth. <laughs> I wish I would have been wearing my uh, my Apple Watch for it because I'm telling you, man, my heartbeat was like, like I don't know if I've ever been physically affected by an hour of television like Game of Thrones affected me last night. It was weird. Uh, spoilers, man, they're a thing, right? Like, people get so angry about spoilers. Did you see how many people were angry at, uh, Buffalo Bills running back LaShawn McCoy? You know, he played, uh, played college ball at Pitt. He tweeted, like, direct spoilers (laughs) for, uh, Avengers Endgame. (laughs) Like, he was not even messing around. He was like, here's who dies. And, uh, yeah, he tweeted those on Friday, so people were angry at him, but... I feel like now Avengers Endgame spoilers, like, it's it's Monday. It came out Thursday night. I feel like if you didn't go see Avengers Endgame this weekend, which had basically the biggest uh, box office ever. opening weekend ever, it very well could be the biggest movie of all time when it's all said and done. It made a, a, over a billion dollars worldwide opening weekend. That is insane. It's insane that any movie can even make a billion dollars, but in opening weekend is just stupid. But it's now Monday. I feel like if you couldn't go see Avengers Endgame between Thursday night and Monday morning, that's it. Like, I feel like the internet should, you shouldn't even have to say spoiler for Endgame. If you didn't see it opening weekend, you don't, you don't care that much. It is what it is. It's true. Uh, Game of Thrones, though, I guess there should be a little a little buffer. I don't even know how you're hiding from any of those, though. Yeah, I don't know either. Like right now. Yeah, I don't know. You just There's have, no escape. You have to stay off the internet, right? But I've seen so many people are just like, you know, I have to be on the internet or social media for my jobs. Like, okay, you're done. Like, do you, though? Like, all right, I want to know specifically your job then. And if your job entails you to quote-unquote be on social media or on a computer, wherever your job is, wherever you're working, why don't you just watch Game of Thrones while you're working? Is there any job that you have to be on social media that you couldn't also watch Game of Thrones at while you're working? I mean, you need to watch it because that's your only chance of escaping a spoiler. I know. I mean, I stayed up really late last night watching Game of Thrones. I couldn't go to sleep after Game of Thrones because I think I was still having heart palpitations for like 20 minutes after. I was like, uh, I, I mean, think you I, were you were texting me during the 
during the episode just going, my heart's beating really fast. No, no, don't lie. I don't even think I texted you during the episode. I put my phone away for oh, the no, entire Oh, no, it was right before. It was, it right, was before. right before and then right after. I, <laughs> I put my phone away. I didn't even want to be on my phone. I didn't want to see memes or anything during that episode. I just wanted to be left alone with my heart palpitations. <laughs> And then after the Game of Thrones episode was over, I, I couldn't sleep after. I was, like, still shook by the episode. And next thing you know, I watched a full episode of Barry after. That HBO show with uh, with Bill Hader in did, it. Did Barry calm you down? No, it didn't. I just I wasn't even, like, why. I was just, like, staring at it. I was taking it in, but I don't remember what I watched. I think he killed some guy and then was trying to chase after the guy's daughter who was uh, jumping around in trees like a spider monkey. It was really weird. I had n- I've never watched an episode before, but I watched a full episode of Barry just because I had HBO <laughs> on. And I, I just was sitting there. And I couldn't even reach for the controller. I was like, uh, what just happened? Oh, my God. What just happened? Oh, oh my God. Uh, yeah, so uh, people are angry at LaShawn McCoy, though, because... He, uh, he he went a little early. He he tweet yeah on Friday he tweeted out direct uh, end game spoilers. But I say after the opening weekend, I think you still got to give people a little bit on Game of Thrones before you you go with direct ones. But the Game of Thrones thing, it's such there's so many people watching that live when it happens. It's not like going to the movies where people are seeing it at different times. There's so many people watching that live as it happens that. You just you can't avoid it, barely. You know. Yeah. You can't if you yeah. follow certain accounts. You just you, you, you can't you can't avoid it. So I'm excited for your Game of Thrones recap when you uh, have no idea who most of the characters are and have never really uh, watched an episode. Bob, real excited for your Game of Thrones recap Thanks. today. Now you know we like to track naked people on this show. Uh, we like to see how many shows in a row we can go covering a story. That has to do with somebody usually drunk or on drugs getting mm. naked and somehow making the news. Uh, our our record streak is 72 shows. We are currently at 54. Hell of a so run. We are, we are on it. We're on a heater right now. We're on a heater right now. So it is time for another naked story. Here we go. It happened again. Someone decided to get naked. It's time for another naked story on the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show with Mikey and Big Bad. Uh, we go to Texas where we have a naked rock thrower. Well, a 30-year-old Ardmore man was arrested oh, in no. Denison for throwing rocks at cars and banging on the doors of nearby homes all oh. while naked. What are we doing there, boss, huh? Banging on, banging on doors, throwing rocks, and we're, we're naked. We're the pants, we're, boss. We're naked. It happened Saturday night on the intersection of Kathy Drive and Crawford Street. Denison police say Casey Horton. By the way, do you want to guess right now? Do you know drugs or alcohol? Or I don't do you know. I is? don't know. It's got to be drugs, right? I would guess drugs. Just throwing rocks at cars. Yeah. When police got there, ran on foot, okay. but was arrested for being drunk in public and evading arrest. Wow, just drunk in public? <laughs> That naked drunk getaway had to be something to see, though. Uh, like yeah. The, the runaway from police when they show up. Yeah. You got caught throwing rocks while naked, and then you're just running away from the police while naked. Yeah. No one was hurt. No cars were even damaged. Oh, bad aim there. A naked drunk guy doesn't have good aim at all. Ah. Hey, you're throwing you're throwing interceptions. You're the naked drunk guy. <laughs> You just you lost your pants and now you're just chucking them up and you're not hitting anything. Police don't know why or how yeah. he became undressed. All right, I mean, 
Or why he was throwing rocks. <laughs> you know, where's the pants There's at? There's a few wire house here. Yeah. Uh, initially took off running. The officer was able to get him in, into custody and arrested him for public intoxication. Uh, just, man, I don't know how much you have to drink to be the uh, naked guy throwing rocks at cars. But... I've never hit that level of drunk before. No, that guy did it. I'm going to get my rocks off. <laughs> what? <laughs> What'd you say? I'm going to get my rocks off. Where are your pants? His friends are all confused. What the hell you mean you're going to get your rocks off? Where are you going, buddy? I'm going to get my rocks off. <laughs> Next thing you know, you see his mug shot on the news like, oh, that's what he meant. Naked person making the show once again. Uh, Sidney Crosby is once again a finalist for the Hart Trophy. Uh, there it's uh, voted on for the player judged to be most valuable to his team. Tampa Bay's Nikita Kucherov is the runaway favorite to win it. Also, Edmonton's Connor McDavid, the other two finalists. Sid was fifth in the NHL this season with 100 points. He is a seven-time Hart Trophy finalist. He has won the award twice. He's the only Penguins player up for any NHL postseason awards. Uh, but Kucherov is the favorite to win. He had 128 points, which were the most by any NHL player since the 95-96 season. Uh, did you watch any of the draft this weekend? I, no, 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 not uh, at all. I mean, other than I just watched, you know, stuff on Twitter and stuff like not like actually turned it on, and watched it. No, uh, of course they had uh, the Steelers had their first couple picks in town over the weekend. First round pick linebacker Devin Bush on Saturday was doing the uh, the Pittsburgh tour. I feel like that's just the thing. If you get drafted by the Steelers in the first round, you're going on the incline. He did that. They walked down to uh, the point mm-hmm. and then uh, down to the Strip District. Uh, Tony at Permani Brothers. You know, you get behind the counter, you put on the gloves, you make a sandwich, and then you eat the sandwich. It's, uh, you know, rinse, repeat if you're a uh, Steelers first-round pick. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, so uh, Devin Bush seems like he enjoys the city. And then in the third round, the Steelers picked a wide receiver from Toledo, Deontay Johnson. Uh, I guess just from, you know, watching the draft and hearing everything that the experts, I guess, say about the guy is he's a really, really good and precise route runner. Okay. All right, we, sure. we could use one of those. And then in the uh, third round, they got a cornerback from Michigan State, Justin Lane, uh, who is from Cleveland, which we'll get to that coming up because he had on Cleveland Brown socks. He's a Browns fan. Yeah, yeah. He had on Brown socks at his draft party, and as soon as he got drafted by the Steelers, he took them off. Threw them. Uh, they picked a running back, Benny Snell Jr. from Kentucky in the fourth round, and then in the fifth round, they got Zach Gentry. Another guy from Michigan, a tight end. He's like six foot eight, six foot nine, yeah, isn't he? Right, he's, huge. he's a giant. Yeah, yeah. All right, and then you know a couple linebackers thrown in there, a guard and a defensive tackle. Uh, here was Coach uh, Mike Tomlin though on ESPN with Trey Wingo just talking about the Steelers, and uh, you know the obvious drama that's been playing out for really a couple years here. Mike, you had the line of the year last year with everything that was going on uh, with Le'Veon Bell. You said we want volunteers, not hostages. Do you feel now with Le'Veon gone and Antonio Brown out in Oakland that the drama will be much less in Pittsburgh this year? By the way, how great is that draft noise? Ding ding. Like I, you just I had the draft in the background like all weekend at my house, and when you hear that noise, you look up every time. It is such a happy noise. Ding 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 ding. You're just like ooh. 
a pick is in. Who is it? It doesn't even matter if it's not your team's like, ooh. And then you look at the TV like, who is it? Who's even picking right now? You know, there's been a cleansing, if you will. Um, and I meant what I said uh, when I said it. I didn't say it in an effort for it to be a, a cliche. I think when you're trying to compete at the level that we're trying to compete at and be world champs, um, that desire, that collective will is an element of it. The things that you can't measure. And I think that guys that really have a strong desire to be a part of it and put their hand in the pile is a significant element. Of that. Yeah, a cleansing, he called it, uh, with uh, everything that has gone on in the offseason and getting rid of players like Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. i got to be honest, I didn't think I would be this like excited for Steelers season. It does feel nice, but right? I, like, yeah. hey, listen, I haven't looked at draft grades, but I was just, oh, you know, boy. <laughs> I don't want to look at draft grades, no. We, we, we buried mock drafts enough. We don't need to do, all right, find some draft grades for me. Find some draft grades. But, like, I'm excited for Steelers season, aren't you? Yeah, like yeah, I've got yeah. like listen. They are going into the season as more of an underdog. I feel like uh-huh. than they've been in a, in a long time. So I'm excited for some fresh uh, new players in yeah, for, sure. for Steelers season. So uh, we will get into some of the audio though of uh, Justin Lane, that cornerback from Michigan State, noted Browns fan, as he has now changed his allegiance and is now a uh, a Pittsburgh Steeler. That's weird. What just happened with my Apple Watch, right? <laughs> yeah, like out of nowhere. Yeah, I must have hit a button or something like that on my uh, Apple Watch. because uh, A granny button? <laughs> no, I don't think there is a granny button. I think that's why my watch went off. Because all of a sudden, uh, Siri on my Apple Watch just said, like, I'm sorry, but I don't have your grandma in your contacts or something. I'm like, because my grandma, I call her Nani, N-O-N-N-Y. So I don't actually have anybody called, like, grandma in my contacts. So, like, if I were to say, you know, call my grandma, there would be no contact. But were we talking about grannies or something? No, no. Like, off the air to Not, where, like, I might have hit the, the Surrey button and it might have just... Were you, were you thinking about grannies? Wow, how about that? What if that was it? What if I was... All your hot granny thoughts? Secretly thinking about grannies. Apple and then knows. all of a sudden the Apple Watch just goes off just like, sorry, I, <laughs> I know you want grannies right now, but I have I have no grannies to call in your contacts. No, I wasn't even thinking about my grandma that right really there. Weird. But yeah, it was weird. because It was loud, too. It was just like, sorry, I don't have your grandma in your contacts. Like, what? <laughs> we were just sitting in here stunned. Did you see... Uh, there were a couple people who did this post over the... Uh, over the weekend, uh, people that have their, um, you know, kind of heart rate that can be monitored on an Apple Watch, mm-hmm. people were getting alerts about their heart rate as they were watching Avengers uh, Endgame because their heart rate was fluctuating <laughs> so, you know, so Jumping rapidly. All over. Yeah. I, and I got to be honest, like, there were, in Avengers Endgame, there definitely were times that were stressful, anxious, that would raise the heart rate a little bit. Game of Thrones last night, Battle of Winterfell, it had me zooming more than even Avengers did. Like, to me, Avengers Endgame, yes, there was action, but you kind of you, you kind of knew. I All right, let me put it like this. See, I'm trying to be very spoiler-free. Game of Thrones is completely ruthless. Like, they will kill off a main character in, like, episode four of a season and not even care. So, like, Game of Thrones, you just, you never really know when, like, somebody's going to die. I feel like in Avengers, they're a little bit easier with it, you know? Like, if somebody's going to die in a Marvel movie, 
there you know you're going to see it coming maybe and it might be more of a buildup. Game of Thrones it'll be like throat slash you're done. So just like, graphic and gross. I, I feel if my my Apple Watch was setting off heart alerts, it pr- it probably would have went off last night compared to this weekend watching uh, Endgame. Or maybe just while I'm thinking about grannies. <laughs> maybe. That might be it, too. Actually, your granny alarm goes off? Yeah. Uh, there's a granny point in Game of Thrones last night, too. Maybe that was it. Maybe I was thinking about the end of the Game of Thrones episode and... Uh, yeah, maybe I am thinking about grannies. I don't know. All right, can we get to uh, today in Freak Show history now? Let's get to this. We Tell do... me more about the grannies. Now we do this at 7 o'clock every morning. Let's get to this real quick. Today in Freak, Freak Show history. Today in Freak Show history. Uh, today in Freak Show history, we take you back a couple years. Do you remember Carl? Carl? Yeah. No, no, I don't uh, think so. Sacramento man uh, named Carl who fought a bear. I raised both hands in the air. That's Carl. And I cussed at him. A foothills man came face to face with a bear outside his home. He didn't run. He didn't call fish and game. Instead, he wound up and he punched the bear in the face. Wow. Carl Moore is not a guy who scares easily. The man or beast that I run from ain't been born. And his mama's already dead. What an amazing person this I mean, guy is. What a line that is. The man or beast I run from ain't been born and his mama's already dead he's 73 with a wiry frame and he's one heck of a character he's also one heck of a bear fighter i ain't running from nothing i never have in my whole life and i ain't gonna start now the other week lacy the dog started whimpering outside carl ran out and there it was a bear who had no idea what world it just stepped into carl's world carl's man our old the world. beast I run from ain't been born yet. And I raised both hands in the air. There we go. And I cussed at him. God, get out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine this old 73-year-old dude with a mustache just swearing at a bear outside? Raised both hands in the air. <laughs> and I cussed at him. God, get out of you. <laughs> yeah. And he looked at me like, go yourself. <laughs> Quite this, this guy is amazing. And dude. what happened next can only be described as insane. Yeah. Carl landed a whirling <laughs> haymaker, punching the bear right in the face. Dude punched a freaking bear, a 73-year-old guy. <laughs> Boom! Boom! I hit him hard. I damn near corkscrewed his head. <laughs> if he does return, you know Carl will be ready with that right hand. Dude, how great is that? He ain't been back since he's been smacked by Carl. Learned his lesson, stepped he, into Carl's world. The man beast that I run from ain't been born, and his mama's already dead. Uh, Taylor Swift has broken the 24-hour Vivo record. Her uh, new song Me uh, with Brendan Urie from uh, Panic at the Disco uh, beat Ariana Grande's Thank You Next for the most watched video on the Vivo platform in 24 hours with 57 million views. It's now the second most watched video in 24 hours, only behind a BTS song. The single went number one in 70 countries on iTunes. Every one of Taylor's old albums has re-entered the top 200, and uh, they will open the Billboard Music Awards on uh, May 1st uh, this week with that uh, with that song. It's got 100 million views in three yeah, days. So, that's insane. Uh, yeah, Taylor's, uh, Taylor's Me song and video is doing work. Avengers Endgame completely destroyed the box office over the weekend. Do you want me to just run down all of the things here? Because I was kind of interested in that. 
Uh, you oh, know, there's a serious list of records. That uh, they yeah, broke? let's just start here. It's the biggest global opening ever. It has made $1.2 billion. Now, to put that in perspective, the previous record was Avengers Infinity War, which came out a year ago. That opening weekend was $640 million. This one made $1.2 billion. So it basically doubled the opening yeah. of Avengers Infinity War, which seems crazy because I, I don't feel like any I don't feel like anybody can just come in because my brother's never seen any of the Marvel movies. He's just not into the movies, whatever. But he asked me, he's like, hey, if I just want to see Endgame, would I get it? And I'm like, no, I don't think you would. I don't think you could. I don't think you could come into Avengers Endgame and sit there for three hours and just watch it blindly. Like, I don't know if that's a good movie if you don't have the backstory of everything that's happened. Right, right? yeah. I mean, you'd know some of the characters, but for the most part, you wouldn't have any of the story. But how does that movie make double what the other one is? That's just people going to see it two and three times this the same weekend, right? Yeah, I think that's pretty, probably pretty what much. that is. Pretty much. Uh, so the biggest uh, global opening ever with $1.2 billion completely smoked anything that even came close to it. It is the biggest opening in North America with 350 million. Infinity War was the previous winner with 257 million, so it almost beat that by 100 million. Uh, Biggest opening single day in uh, North America, 156 million. It beat The Force Awakens, 119 million. Uh, That was on Friday, so it made it made 156 million dollars on Friday alone. Uh, the fastest film to beat $100 million at the box office. It did that in 17 hours. The biggest Saturday domestically ever, $109 million, beating Infinity Wars, $82 million. Uh, Avengers Endgame is the top IMAX opening ever, $91 million, beating The Force Awakens, $48 million. I'll just run. I, I still have more. I, <laughs> there, I just flipped the page. It just keeps going. Top advanced pre-seller ever, the biggest international debut ever with $859 million. The biggest China opening ever with $330 million. The widest, widest release of all time in the U.S. and Canada, which means that, you know. The most showings, most screens. Yeah, also most showtimes in history. It also did that because a lot of theaters were open 96 hours this weekend just to, you know, as soon as they would put in another showtime, it would sell out. And it is the top wide opening location average. Uh, theaters that were showing it averaged about $75,000 because they were just packing theaters. So it basically broke uh, all the opening weekend box office records. And it was a good movie. I thought it was really good. Uh, having seen all the Marvel movies and then part of been part of this like ride and watching these movies for a decade, I felt like it was... Uh, I think the only thing that people were complaining about is, uh, well, I can't really say without giving away any spoilers or anything, but some of the technical things that went on in it, you know, like, well, I don't think you could do that. It's ah, like, get out of here. Okay. We're also dealing with <laughs> superheroes. Like there's a big green guy named the Hulk that goes around <laughs> smashing things like we're past this. What do you want? Like people, stuff. people are trying to break down like the science of things like, well, I don't, I don't know. It's not possible. Technically, what they're doing there and the way they explained it, that they're kind of just like, all right, this is possible. And listen, I don't know if that we're watching a superhero movie. Just here. enjoy it. Like, what, Calm down. What, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but I thought it was great. My daughter, uh, I took my daughter Addison to go see it. She absolutely loved it. I'll probably go see it again. Uh, how were you though, Bob? Did you uh, did you cry? Were there like real tears in the movie theater? Because there were some sad parts in Avengers Endgame for sure. 
No, no real tears for me. Uh-uh. Yeah, see, like I welled up a few times to where it was it was emotional. There were people like openly weeping in the theater. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You could hear them. Like you could hear them. Yeah. Sniffling. Uh huh. Tears. Yeah. All of it. There were people like openly openly weeping for a a superhero movie, which just goes to show you how great these movies are and how how great they've done for a whole decade building us all up. I got I got I welled up at points, but like I I've said this before on the show. I like to cry alone. So I don't I don't cry you, at movie you theaters. You held it in? Yeah, like I I I welled up a little bit, but like, no, nah, there were no tears that were like rolling down. But if I would have saw Endgame by myself at uh-huh. my house, yeah. ah, 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 I would have been, I would have probably been ugly crying. But I just, uh, I don't know. I just get nervous in theaters to cry so around good. other people. It was good. Though. I just want a, a Guardians of the Galaxy movie now. Oh man, it's all I want in life. Isn't that what you? Isn't that what you leave Avengers Endgame with? Just like, give me, give me this next Guardians movie now. I need it like now. Actually, I don't need it now because I, I think I need to go see Avengers Endgame some more. Uh, so now I don't think I'm gonna see it again. Like I think the three hours was an investment. I'm, I was good with it. No, I think I think I'll probably see it again because now I'm gonna be paying attention. Everybody's gonna be paying attention now. Is it going to be the biggest movie of all time? Because Avatar and Titanic are the two movies that have made over two billion dollars. They are the standalone biggest movies of all time. I feel like every time we look into this, though, those those have been released over and over again. Well, yeah. So they just keep stacking cash. Like, they've had a couple releases where it's like... Right, like 20th anniversary of Titanic or something, they re-release it. Yeah, but that's fine. But it's not like they're making a billion dollars every time they do it. Uh, Plus, you have to factor in for inflation, too, I guess. Maybe? Do we have to do that? No. I don't know. But I think Avengers Endgame will end up being the biggest movie of all time. I mean, it made $1.2 billion. It's got to make... In a weekend. In a weekend, yeah. You mean it can't make another billion? It can make another billion. So uh, it's the biggest opening of all time, though, and now it's uh, got its sights set on uh, Titanic and Avatar. Two point seven for Avatar. Oh, it might not get there. All right, I take that back. It might not get to Avatar. That is impressive. Two point one for Titanic. I feel like it's going to take out Titanic, but my God, how did Avatar make two point seven billion? I mean, if you th- Infinity War did two, so. Did it really? Yeah, it was right there. Eh, maybe it will. Uh, that now that's the thing we all have to watch now. Will it be able to take out Avatar? Uh, but it's the biggest opening of all time. Oh, I think I got a burp. Go ahead. It's like stuck in my throat. Come on! No? I think it went away. Nothing? Yeah, I think it went away. Wow. It was just like a bubble. You ever get like a burp buggle? Burp buggle? <laughs> burp buggle? A burp buggle? That sounds like a 70s porn name, doesn't it, Burt? Burt Buggle, <laughs> sweaty and hairy in action. Burt Buggle, very hairy. Volume three, starring right. Burt Buggle. I don't think. I don't think very hairy is the name of the the movie. No. Uh, it is Mikey and Bob, ninety six one Kiss, the morning freak show. Amanda tweets us. I will admit, I was an open weeper at Avengers Endgame. I was crying so hard, my boyfriend looked at me and was like, "What the hell are you okay?" Uh, so there's that. There ain't nothing wrong with being an open weeper. Just embrace there it. There were some emotional parts to that movie for sure. And nothing wrong. I just uh, I just can't cry in movie theaters. I don't know. I can well up a little bit, but I can't get full-blown tears. I, I think I got to be at home uh, to get full-blown tears. 
Uh, always weird things happening down in the state of Florida. Let's get to a Florida story here. We Attention all listeners of the Freak Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes, it happened again. It's another Florida story. Driven by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. Uh, down to Florida we go. Meanwhile, investigators say a Fort Walton Beach guy was so high on meth, he attacked a mattress with a bedpost and his bare hands. You won't believe why. You never want that to be your teaser, your headline when they're when you get your big news story, you know? You never want it to be on meth and attack the mattress with a bedpost? No, no. And I like how the tease is, you'll never believe why. I think you gave that away. <laughs> meth. I think the reason you yeah, attack a yeah. mattress with a bedpost is meth. because meth. Uh-huh. I don't know why else you would you would fight a mattress other than drugs like meth. Okaloosa County deputies saying this guy, 37-year-old Felipe Acundo. Come on, Felipe. Thought his girlfriend was cheating on him, and her new lover was hiding inside that mattress. Oh, okay. So he thought his girl was cheating on him. Oh, yeah? And the, the guy she was cheating on him with was inside the mattress? That's where the hiding spot is? <laughs> All right, Felipe. So he started right. ripping it apart with a bedpost. Oh, no. He even told deputies he was holding the guy down, waiting no. for them. Yeah, Felipe, get him. Get him. To get there, but the guy got away. Oh, no. Damn, Felipe. Felipe. I like that Felipe was waiting for backup and then like, oh, no, the I guy got him. away. Like, I had man. him. I had him. All what officer. a crazy-ass drug meth is, huh? Okay. Charged with false imprisonment for locking his girlfriend in another room during that fight. Uh, just trying to keep her safe. You know, the bad guy was in the mattress. Yeah. With the mattress, yeah. as well as possession of drug paraphernalia. All right, don't do the hard drugs. That is one of the uh, Florida rules like, uh, right there. It is Florida making the show once again. One thing we love to do on this show is, uh, is break down kids' bop songs. I know that sounds weird, but listen, it is hilarious that, you know, the Kids Bop albums, they have to change lyrics to popular songs to make them really super kid and family friendly, right? And a lot of the times the lyrics don't even make sense. Uh, right, so Ariana Grande, Seven Rings. Alright, I don't know if the Kids Bops are going to be having bottles mm. of bubbles. I don't know if we're doing that. Alright, we can have breakfast at Tiffany's, but you won't burst my bubble. Uh uh-uh. uh. Not bottles no of bubbles. bubbles won't burst my bubble. Girls with tattoos? I think the kids Is that are too much. I think the kids are too young to be getting tattoos. Girls with a dream who like getting in trouble. Girls with a dream who like getting in trouble. No tattoos in kids' bob. They like getting in trouble? What? Yeah. Girls with a dream. Oh, yeah, yeah of course. Alright, alright. Now this one, even we have to add it to play on the radio. Been through some bad beep. Mm-hmm. I should be a sad bitch. Right? Yeah. That's let's, not gonna make it. Let's obviously. see what the kids bop edit of that is. Been through the baddest, it should be the saddest. Been through the baddest, it should be the saddest. Okay. Alright, that one is rather be tied up with calls and not strings. Rather be tied up with bells and not strings. Alright, that one is rather be tied up with bells and not strings. I don't even get that at all. No, no, uh-uh. Alright, why couldn't they say rather be tied up with calls and not strings? Instead, they go with rather be tied up with bells and not strings. Alright, either way. Do you like? Uh, Do you think? Just buy it. I see it. Oh, I like yeah. it. I want it. Oh, I got damn. It. 
it. Just the breakdown? No. I got it. I want it. I got it. You like my hair? She thinks. Just bought it. I see it. I like it. I want it. I got it. You don't like the kids singing Ariana Grande? The absolute worst. Seven rings? The worst. That's where you're wrong, man. <laughs> Let's see how the kids bop edits Ariana Grande saying, bought matching diamonds for six of my B words, right? Bought matching diamonds so they know what this is. Bought matching diamonds so they know what this is. What is this? <laughs> All right. Think therapy, my addiction. All right, you wouldn't think that they would need to edit that. That's Ariana Grande saying, think retail therapy, my new addiction. Okay, all right. Think retail therapy, my new addition. They don't want the kids no to be addicted to anything. Uh-uh. If you're going to be addicted to something, it's math. <laughs> retail therapy is my new addition. We're going to add, subtract, multiply, and divide when we're doing retail therapy. I'll be brave, but I'll be like, put it in the bag, yeah. When you see the max, they start oh, no. to like my all right, hold on, hold on. Oh, let, let me break this one down. That is Ariana Grande saying, I don't mean to brag, but I'll be like, put it in the bag. Right. When you see them racks, they stacked up like my ass. <laughs> there will be no ass stacking. <laughs> you don't think? Uh-uh. I don't know. Wouldn't it be great, though, if Kids Bob just completely forgotten edit at one point and the kids are like, they stacked up like my ass, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see how this good edit goes. All right, we're good so far. Yeah. When you see them racks, All right, they stacked up like my ass. They stacked up like real fast, yeah. Nope, they ain't stacking up on the ass. They stacked up real fast, like shoop. Give me the loose. Never mind, I got the juice. All right, now that Ariana Grande lyric on the uh, regular song in Seven Rings is "Give me the loot, never mind, I got the juice." Kids, Bob. Give me the loot. You won't even let the damn kids have juice. How do they have juice? How did we edit juice it's out kids. of this? It's kids. Let the kids have juice. It's kids juice. Come on. Who drinks juice more than kids? Kids. It's for kids. You got juice boxes and everything. What the hell kind of world is this when the kids can't have juice? Give me the loot. Never mind. I got the juice. Give me the loot. Never mind. What is the use? What the hell are we doing? Taking the juice from the kids. Give me the loot. Never mind. What is the use? What is the use? The kids just want juice. That's Give all the it kids is. the damn juice, would ya? Yeah, I want it. Oh, I gosh. Got it. I want uh, it. Yep. I got it. Let it play I out. It. I got it. I want right. it. I got it. You like my hair? Give them some juice, would ya? As the Kids Bop edit of Ariana Grande, Seven Rings. Uh, Now, last night was one of the greatest uh, episodes of television I have ever watched in the history of my life. The big Game of Thrones Battle of Winterfell episode was on. Bob does not watch any Game of Thrones at all. No. Bob has never seen an episode of Game of Thrones. So, uh, I don't know how we, like, we're going to be spoiler free here, I think. Right, Bob? I mean, I think, I think so. But you're not sure because I don't know anybody's real name. <laughs> all right, so all I know is what I've seen on like Twitter and the right. hashtags and memes and stuff like that. So listen, the Game of Thrones episode, the Battle of Winterfell, was like 
I think it took him like 50 nights to, to do. It was the biggest battle scene in any television or, or movie history. It was crazy. Like, I had heart palpitations through the damn thing. It was, uh, it was nuts. So Bob uh, has never seen an episode of Game of Thrones. So based on memes and hashtags last night, Bob, do you have any questions? Or what is your Game of Thrones recap from last night's Battle of Winterfell episode? I mean, first off, I just want to know if Element does CrossFit's okay. Oh, or is that too much of a giveaway? Okay, uh, you're talking about Brienne of Tarth, who you called last week. Ellen, who does CrossFit? I mean, they can call her what she wants, but she's Ellen that does CrossFit. Well, now she looks like Ellen if she really did CrossFit and got into it. I know you want to know if she's okay, but I feel like I'm going to spoil oh, something geez. if I say that. And plus, listen, there are a lot of things where I'm not sure who's okay and who's not okay. Was everything dark? Like, there were a bunch of memes about everything being too dark. Yes. That was one of the issues with Game of Thrones, the Battle of Winterfell, was it felt like oh, things God, were... Oh, God, Ellen's lost in the darkness. <laughs> no, Ellen was... Well, especially... Listen, there were a couple scenes that... I'll just tell you this. This is not spoiler. There's dragons, right? And the dragons fly. So you got you got dragons flying all over the place. And it seemed like a lot of times when the dragons were flying, mm-hmm. you really had no clue what was happening. It was dark, and then it was kind of snowy, and then they're in the clouds. And at some point, I'm just like, what, what are we doing here? Are we still on the dragons, or what are we doing? Was there a dragon fight? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did you get that from the memes? Yeah. That, yeah. yeah that's Oh, yeah, I, I can say, I think, without spoiling anything, right? Yeah, yeah there's, there's some dragon fighting going on. I don't know if it's dragon on dragon, if it's dragon on human, but yes, I can say that, yes, at the Battle of Winterfell, there is dragon fighting. One meme that doesn't even make sense to me is somebody posted the old lady from Titanic. Like the one with the, the necklace, the jewelry, that when she throws it over, that old lady. What, like is, the, what is that called? Was that called like the, was it like the diamond of the ocean or something like that? What was well, that call called? call it that. I don't know. I really don't know. It had a name to it though, right? Yeah, so yeah. So at the end of Titanic, I was, can we do Titanic spoilers? Oh, is enough boy, time I don't passed? Know. I don't know. Look up what that was called, the necklace in Titanic, because... You know, the movie Titanic has the old lady telling the story. The heart of the ocean. The heart of the ocean. That was it. What did I call it? The diamond of the ocean? You're close. So at the end of Titanic, the lady throws the the heart of the ocean, the big diamond. How is she part of the Game of Thrones? <laughs> She's not. But that's just what that's just what the internet does, man. So there is a point in Game of Thrones at the Battle of Winterfell where there is... I'll just say there's an old lady. There's an old lady. Is she naked? (laughs) No, she's not. Why would she be naked? I remember, like, last season, the one thing I remember in Game of Thrones is a naked old lady. You're right. I don't think that was last season. I think that was more than a season ago. But I remember things that stick in my head about Game of Thrones. No, hold on. You're exactly right, because you having not watched any Game of Thrones, I remember... The episode where there was a naked old lady, I came in the next morning and told you all about it. So you now refer to Game of Thrones as, like, naked old ladies and dragons. That was your thing. Even though the naked old lady was only in one episode. Until last night. 
when she showed up with her Titanic jewelry on. There was no naked old lady in the Battle of Winterfell. No, it did not happen at all. Mm -hmm. I lied. A naked old lady rides a dragon. (laughs) There it is! Spoilers are out! Spoilers are out! I did it! I'm sorry! I'm sorry! Spoiler alert! Naked old lady on a dragon! (laughs) Naked old lady on a dragon! Ah! It's Danny, it's Jon Snow, and then naked old lady riding a dragon! And Ellen's doing CrossFit? (laughs) (laughs) No, there is no naked old lady. Why is that a meme, though? Uh, No, there's an old lady. There's an old lady scene in it, but she's not naked at all, though. The kid in the wheelchair, did he just sleep the entire episode? (laughs) Yes, basically, yes. Like, was it nap time? (laughs) Okay, hold on. You're talking about Bran Stark, right? He is. I don't know his name. He is. Well, he's the three-eyed raven. Okay. All right. Okay. (laughs) He's the three-eyed raven. Yes. Without like all hell's breaking loose, this dude's taking a nap. (laughs) Yes. That's basically what I mean. He's in a. He's in his wheelchair. He can't fight. Do you want the the kid in the wheelchair to fight? He can't fight. To someplace safe. Yes, they had to hide Before him. nap time? All right, listen. Just the plot of Game of Thrones, right, has, the like, the Night King wants Bran, right? I okay? don't know. Yeah. The Night King wants him, so they got to protect him. That's what the whole Battle of Winterfell is around. King. They got to protect the kid in the wheelchair. I saw another meme of the Night King dancing. <laughs> Did he dance? Did he do... It was like, I right, hold on, hold on. I'm still not over the fact hold that on. you just asked me. Does the kid in the wheel? Does the kid in the wheelchair just like nap? You bring up like random other people and things pop in my head that right, I saw. Hold on. So what did you think about the Night King in the Battle of Winterfell? Did he dance? Like I saw a meme that it was like a it was like a thriller dance almost. Okay. <laughs> like the zombies came alive and he was thriller dancing or something. Okay, wait, hold on. So. Was this a thriller gif of like multiple like dead? Pe- so it's like it's like Michael Jackson, but yeah, then like yeah. other dead people yeah, in Thriller yeah. doing the dance. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, no, there was <laughs> there was no dancing from dead people. I get that meme though, uh-huh. and if you watch uh-huh. Game of Thrones, you'll get it makes that no meme sense to me. about. Uh, well, it doesn't. None of it makes hey, sense to you, right? And the amount of you women that are perverts talking about the Night King. Like when I'm sitting there just searching the hashtags. What do you mean? Trying to keep up. Oh, he's so hot. The Night just King? Just like good looking Night King. No. Yeah, just saying filthy, dirty things about the Night King. For real? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Man, you must have you must have been deep in the Game of Thrones memes because I didn't even get those, man. I don't even know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, they're with getting that nasty about the Night about King. About the Night uh-huh. King? Yeah. You got into some weird, perverted wormhole of Game of Thrones. I haven't even been that far down the wormhole, man. I don't know. Whatever you were in last night, get out of that place. Is there? Is there like a? <laughs> this is Bob's Game of Thrones Battle of Winterfell recap. Even though he's never watched an episode. Like a girl on the throne now. Well, I like. I don't want to give any spoilers away or anything oh, that like spoiler? that. No, not really. But I mean, yeah, people will know that there is a girl on the throne. Wow. Or a woman on the throne. The lady. But yeah. Maybe that changed last night. Maybe it didn't. Not going to give away any spoilers. 
All I can say though is that uh, <laughs> there was uh, there was a naked lady riding a dragon. A naked granny riding a dragon. Sorry, I said we were going to be spoiler free, How but did listen. I see a meme of that. <laughs> I made Where's that meme up. At? It was only on my Twitter account. <laughs> Brian tweets here, Bob's rundown of Game of Thrones last night has me trying to drive my tractor trailer through Oakland just about <laughs> impossible. I'm laughing so hard. This is my favorite thing because it's, it's hard to talk about Game of Thrones in this final season without just coming out and spoiling it for people, right? And having a discussion about what happened. I don't know. But we cover it because Bob has not watched an episode <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> and I, So I love that, you know, all these Game of Thrones fans like me who are so invested in, I mean, Game of Thrones, there's so many characters you have to keep track of. And Bob is just like, the kid in the wheelchair, does he just, like, nap? It doesn't ever seem like he's doing anything. I just saw memes of him napping. It's like all the stuff going on and... Wait, hold on. He's passed when, out. When you saw, yeah, when you saw memes of him napping, were his eyes closed or were his eyes, like, white? I don't know. Okay. Were his eyes white? By the way, hold on. Was he the Undertaker? What? Hold on. <laughs> Actually, yes, he does. He doesn't move like the Undertaker. Okay. Like the, the WWE wrestling. Yeah. Not the tombstone though. Oh no. No, Bran Stark does not tombstone. He does not tombstone people from the wheelchair. No. He does the eye thing. Or the eye goes. He's a three-eyed raven, man. He's a three-eyed raven. Uh, but hold on though. Uh Jessica just tweets. There is an old lady who kind of gets naked. All right, do you have that thing up I told you to? Do you have the, yeah, the game yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, All right, yeah. look, look at that. That right there, that was a big scene from last night, this right? This was? Yeah, so that's, you see that lady right there? Yeah. You see? She doesn't really get naked, but kind of, right? Kind of gets naked, right? That, that old lady kind of gets naked, right? That lady's I getting kind of naked, but I'm, it's from the back, so you don't see anything. Maybe if we were on a bigger, like a TV it looked better? Well, right after her shirt came off like that, that's when she rode a dragon. Shirtless granny on a dragon. <laughs> it's the greatest show ever, isn't it? Where's that meme? <laughs> that didn't happen. I mean, you can pretty much tell me any of this happened. I'd be like, wow. Uh, do you have any more questions about Game of Thrones or any more you want to add to the uh, to the recap? Like the Night King guy, does he have, like, maybe just because I saw Avengers, but does he have, like, special powers? <laughs> He looks like you would have special powers. This is the best. What makes you think that the Night King has special powers? The Night King who, if you don't watch he, Game of Thrones, is, you know, one of the main characters of Game of Thrones. He, uh, you know, he's all frozen. He's got blue eyes. Yeah. He's he's dead. He he's like he's like a powers. dead person. He doesn't have, like, special powers. Like, he doesn't oh shoot, my God. What do you shoot mean? lasers or something. <laughs> I don't think he can shoot lasers. Well... He does have powers. He can, like, like make dead people, like, rise. I guess. And that's not a spoiler from last night. Like, he's done that before. So, like, if there's somebody who's dead and the Night King's around, he can just be like, all right. Like, he raises his arms up and then, bam, everybody's alive again, except they're, they're like, walkers like him now, though. So they got the blue eyes and everything like that. Because he's, he's done that in episodes before. So he can he can basically revive dead people. So yes, he's ba he, if he were an Avenger, 
He may be the strongest one. Oh, my God. Night King's new Thanos. I don't know. I'm not impressed with his powers. <laughs> are you impressed by... dead people. Are you impressed he by... He needs to shoot lasers or something. Are you impressed by Bran Stark's napping powers, though? Yeah, I don't get that either. Dude just took a nap. Well, I mean... Did you see oh, some of this giant man. battle that's going on? He's in a wheelchair. What do you want him to do? He's just he's he's, he's getting sword. He's getting protected. He's protected by people with swords. And he doesn't need a sword. He doesn't want a sword. He's a three-eyed raven. Does, does the third eye shoot lasers? <laughs> he doesn't actually have three eyes. All right, I'm getting sweaty. He doesn't have three eyes. <laughs> he's the three-eyed raven. What's that buddy? mean? All right. Uh, the Battle of Winterfell, an crazy, uh, crazy, just incredible episode. One of the greatest hour and 20 minutes I've ever seen. It was a hell of a production. I don't even I'm know. I'm actually more confused about it now than I was going into this. Uh, listen, all the Three-Eyed Raven does is take naps. You're right. It is, uh, it's one of the greatest hour and 20 minutes of television I've ever seen. I have no idea. How, how do you they, get that acting job? I don't even know how they pulled that off. Uh, Brienne tweets, I'm with you today, Bob, on your Game of Thrones analysis. I watched my first 20 minutes last night. I'm still going to call the show Boobs and Dragons. And basically, that's still what it is. It's still Boobs and Dragons. That's all I'm getting out of it. No nudity last night, though. That's when I knew the episode was going to be some serious stuff. When it, the HBO <laughs> warnings come up about like violence and adult content, if there's no end for nudity, you're just like, whoa. If nobody's getting naked in this episode, I better pay attention because things are going to get very serious. There's going to be some real battling going on because there's like nudity in every episode. What's up with Dr. Phil? Just getting everybody angry over the weekend, right? How dare you, Dr. Phil? <laughs> Dr. Phil, that son of a bitch, how dare him? Say it to our face. I think Dr. Phil just slipped up here, right? Dr. Phil was doing an interview with people. Um talking about the college admission scandal, right? So here's what Dr. Phil said. I think this is jewelry for a lot of these people. They, you know, the kids are leaving high school. They don't want to say, my kid's going to the junior college. Let's say, my kid's going to Harvard. My kid's going to USC or Yale. I think it's bragging rights for them, and they don't want to be the one parent that says, well, yeah, my kid's going to, you know, Slippery Rock. Whoa! So, of course, Slippery Rock being around here, everybody... was angry. Everybody was calling for Dr. Phil's head over the weekend. Uh, The president of Slippery Rock sent a note to Dr. Phil saying, Dr. Phil, your recent comments to people about the college admissions scandal, you suggested that one of the motivators of the parents involved was to secure a trophy school for their students. Then you mentioned Slippery Rock by name as the antithesis of a trophy school. We suspect you didn't mean that as a compliment, but we take it as one anyway. And then he goes on to, you know, Dr. Phil, for less than the price of your 57 Chevy Slippery Rock, students can secure an education. Yeah, Dr. Phil! That'll change the trajectory of their lives. And, you know, so uh, it was a nice response. He said, so thanks again, Dr. Phil, for shining the spotlight on the incredible value of Slippery Rock University. I personally invite you to visit our campus this fall to meet our fabulous students and alumni. They and their parents are proud to say they are part of the Slippery Rock University family. So Dr. Phil has now apologized to Slippery Rock. Are we taking his apology or do we still want Dr. Phil's head? Uh, Dr. Phil writing on Twitter, please accept my apology for referring to Slippery Rock during a recent interview. 
as the antithesis of uh, any kind of school parents caught up in the college admissions scandal would be bragging about their children attending. It was not aimed at the real Slippery Rock University. It was from ignorance. Not intention that I made the comment as I was unaware of your school and intended to use a fictitious example. 100% my mistake. I have since educated myself about SRU and cannot be more impressed with the fine institution. Uh, an impressive 92% of the facu- faculty are at the PhD level. SRU is the real deal. Slippery Rock University certainly deserves no slight from me or anyone else, intended or otherwise. I wish SRU nothing but the best. So Dr. Phil basically just pulled Slippery Rock out of his ass is what it was. He was just thinking of, all right, what's a what's like some college that I can compare to Harvard and Yale or something like that in he somehow, pro- some way. Here's what I think. I think he probably had Slippery Rock University in in his memory database, mm-hmm. like at some point, you know. And, and it came back to that when it when it came up when he when his brain when the wheels were turning and he's like, let me think of a fictitious college. He threw out Slippery Rock, not even realizing that it was a uh, a, a real school. Which why would Doctor Phil know that it's a real college? What is Dr. Dr. Phil has no ties here. No. Uh-uh. You know, so no. he kind of pulled it out. I'm sure he's heard it at some point. People that's, are upset. That's probably why it was uh, never watching your show again. Okay. Like, sorry. So that's over now. Are we done I'm with that? to me, Dr. Phil. All right. Dr. Phil. Come, your ass. And listen, Dr. Phil probably isn't even coming to Slippery Rock too. Cause I don't know. He's just, he apologized. He's probably, they're probably just like, well, you still need to come here. Apologize to our face. Like, yeah, it, too good to come here, Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil tweeted about it. It's pretty much over now. Pirates, uh, it's all falling apart. They have now lost eight, they've lost eight straight games. They are under 500 now, 12 and 14 mm. on the season. It is, uh, it's a bad slide. It's not going good for the Pirates, but Garth Brooks promised us. We know together we are set to do something special. Nothing special happening right now with the, uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Eight straight losses for the Pirates. Uh, always weird things happening down in the state of Florida. You ready for another Florida story there, Bob? A lot of people uh, sent us uh, this Gator one. Yeah, Florida story. Here we go. Attention all listeners of the Freak Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes, it happened again. It's another Florida story. Driven by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. We have some Gator knock-knock in Florida. Imagine getting a knock at your door from this visitor. It's an alligator. This was this was scary. This was super scary. Terrifying. The alligator knocking on the window at the Palm Coast home of Donna Heiss. Her neighbors giving her the heads up. There's a huge gator under your picture window. How bad would you go in your pants if there was just a giant alligator like trying to get in your house knocking? Trapper basically. said the gator measured between seven and eight feet long. Oh hell no! It, it was man. like a, a gator on steroids. Oh gosh! Just knocking. If there is one thing Florida does not need at this point, it's alligators on steroids, right? It, oh, God, wait till the alligators get a hold of the meth down there. Uh-huh. Gators on meth is even worse. Heist was worried the gator would get her little dog, Max. Yeah. Trappers catching the gator and taking it away. Donna offering up a cautious reminder. I, I really want them to look out their door, to look out their windows yeah. before they bring their small pets outside or before they go outside. So this was a seven to eight foot gator who was really like knocking on her door, trying to get in. Just knocking. She had a small dog that she almost let outside. It was basically knock, knock alligators Hell here. No. Uh, speaking of alligators. Who 
was ready for an educational adventure in nature. Some wild animals decided to make sweet love and share their beautiful song with the world. Right. It's time for animal mating noises with Mikey and Bob. Alligator mating. Mm. Knock, knock. Knock, knock. Gator's ready for action. It's, oh, it's me, the horny gator. <laughs> I'm here for your dog. Don't look at me. Knock, knock. It's Florida making the show once again. 96 kiss. So the Steelers wrapped up their uh, 2019 NFL draft, of course. Their first pick, they traded up to get Devin Bush, the uh, linebacker from Michigan. He was in town this weekend. Uh, he took the incline. He went to the point, And, of course, down to see Tony at Permani Brothers in the Strip District. Uh, to make his own sandwich. It's it's so funny, though, because people like outside of Pittsburgh, like my brother lives up in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, he sent me the picture of Devin Bush eating eating the sandwich at Permanis, and he's like, yo, there's something wrong with your uh, your new linebacker. I'm like, why? He's like, he's, he's eating the sandwich with, like, gloves on. And I'm like, yeah, it's because he just made the sandwich. He's like, oh, I didn't know that. I'm like, yeah. If you're the Steelers' first-round draft pick, you go, you go see Tony, and you make the sandwich when you get to town. Yeah, That's you're just behind the you counter. Do. Yeah, you're doing work. Like he's like, ah, oh, okay. So it, it's just weird though, because like I don't think twice about something like that. And he's like, why is this dude eating a sandwich with gloves on? I'm like, because he's behind the counter. It's like he was just touching the slaw bin. Yeah, Can't put uh, your regular hands in the slaw bin. Steelers didn't have a second round pick. Uh, their third round picks they used on a wide receiver from Toledo, Deontay Johnson, and a cornerback from Michigan State, Justin Lane. Their fourth round pick was Benny Snell Jr., a running back from Kentucky, and their fifth round pick, a six foot eight tight end, Zach Gentry from Michigan. And listen, it doesn't matter what race he is, but he is a big white guy. Yes. So we do have a new Heath. We've acquired a new Heath. Is, is that phased out though? Like we're going, we're going to chant Heath at, Heath at that guy, right? Mm-hmm. Like as soon as he gets his first catch, mm-hmm. we're we're doing Heath, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's go back to Justin Lane though, cornerback who played for Michigan State. Now he's from Cleveland, right? So during his uh, kind of draft party, I guess he had had family friends over as they were waiting for him to get drafted. This is the moment after he gets drafted. Now you're going to hear a lot of yelling and screaming. Uh, He was wearing Cleveland Browns socks. So he takes his shoes off and takes the socks off. Here is that moment. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, I got to take these off. (laughs) So he takes the brown socks off. Party goes crazy. Tosses them. (laughs) Socks are off. They're going to play. All right, listen, I, listen, I already like this guy because he takes the brown socks off and as he's putting his shoes back on and hugging his family, he's just like, they going to pay, they going to pay, they going to pay. Now here's more. This is the Steelers third round pick cornerback uh, from Michigan State, but he's a Browns fan. Justin Lane on being a Steeler. Um, I was just happy to get the opportunity. I, mean, I was hoping I can get it a little earlier, but everybody else got to pay, so that's all I got to say. <laughs> you got to have a chip on your shoulder. Right? Oh, yeah, it's big. It's on both shoulders, actually. So, but, yeah, that's a rivalry. I mean, I've been, I've been dreaming to play in this, so I'm just happy for the opportunity. I mean, it's kind of I'm on the other side, but it, it is what it is. Everybody got to get it, so it's great. I get to learn behind Joe Hayden. I mean, he was a former Cleveland Brown, too, so, I mean, that's going to be great. We both got a chip on our shoulders, so it's going to be great. Listen, I already like this guy because he's angry, and they, mm-hmm. they going to pay. Mm-hmm. They gonna pay. 
uh, coming up in just a couple minutes here. Hey, I know we moved on from Game of Thrones. Oh, here we go. But why didn't, like, the the Iceman go after, like... Okay, the Night King? Yeah, yeah. Why didn't he go after, like, the other, the throne with the other, like, queen lady? Oh, Cersei? Is that okay? Yeah, Cersei is the one who was on the throne, who currently sits on the Iron Throne. Yeah, Cersei. Yeah. So what's he doing messing around? Wouldn't he want to go for the Iron Throne? No, no. He doesn't care about that. He's already the Night King. What does he need the Iron Throne for? He's the Night King. He doesn't need to be, like, on the Iron Throne. He's the Night King. I'm sure eventually... So what the hell is he doing? He's trying to get to Bran, the Three-Eyed Raven. Oh, God, Sleepy? In the wheelchair, yeah. He doesn't want He doesn't need to deal with Cersei sleepy, or anything like that. Sleepy doesn't even know he's there. What do you mean? He, yes, he does. Just he knows he's there. The episode. No, see, he's awake for some mm-hmm. of it. But listen, when things when things get a little weird. He falls asleep. He does his eye thing. And, all right. and then all of a sudden, he's zooming around like with the dragons. He's the three-eyed raven. So to answer your question, uh, the ice guy doesn't go after the the woman who's Queen Cersei because he doesn't even need to deal with that. He just wants the three-eyed raven. He just wants Bran. That's his whole thing. So that's why he's at Winterfell and not where where they are. Is that good enough or why is the Bran guy in the wheelchair? Ooh, that was that was season one. Okay, so we need to go there. He uh, fell out of a window. He oh, got pushed. Boy. He got pushed out of a window. Oh. He saw people having sex. <laughs> <laughs> Your eyes just lit up. What a twist in the plot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he he wasn't in a wheelchair the whole series. He uh, and then uh, did he become like uh, he liked to climb a lot? So he climbed up. And by the way, this is it's not spoilers if we're talking about season one. My God, watch the damn show. We ain't doing spoilers from last night, but I'll do season one spoilers. I don't care. He was a climber, okay? Okay. So he climbed up a tower and looked in a window and saw two people having sex that should not have been having sex. That was too much? Two people that were closely related to each other having sex. That's bad. So then he got pushed out of a window because they're just like, oh, well. But he survived the fall. That's why he's in the wheelchair, and he's the three-eyed raven now. Did he have that power before, or did it fall give him superpowers? Uh, to be able to do the eye thing? Just and seeing sex so gave him superpowers. No, no, he wasn't the three-eyed raven because he saw sex. <laughs> no. My God, if that were true, everybody in the entire series would be three-eyed ravens. All there is is sex. Tyrion Lannister would be the most is. powerful character ever. Okay. Tyrion Lannister is the, the, the smaller guy, the shorter guy. Yeah, yeah, I know who Dude, he is. He's the king of sex. I man. didn't know that was his name. He's the king of really? does that make Yeah. Yeah. Does that make you want to get into Game of Thrones more? Does he have a superpower? <laughs> sex. <laughs> <laughs> sex and drinking are his superpowers. <laughs> Seriously. In the in, I, this I can say this without getting spoilers because you can predict that this happens. Mm-hmm. There is complete chaos going on in Game of Thrones last night, right? The Battle of Winterfell. There's dragons, there's dead people, there's alive people, there's fire, there's... Sleepy bear over here. There's ice, there's sleepy bear (laughs) in the wheelchair, right? Um, And then then Tyrion Lannister, right? 
he is down in the crypt with uh, some of the ladies and everything like that, and he is just getting hammered. <laughs> He's just getting hammered. That's it. Like, no, no spo- fight going no, on for him. No spoilers or anything. Like, yeah, he wants to get out there and fight, but every time that he thinks things are going bad and they're probably going to die, uh-huh. he just takes another swig, man. He's just like, damn, all right, this is how it's going to go out. And I kind of feel that. Like, if you know that there you're about to die and you have alcohol on you, you're probably just going to sip it up, you know? You ever see him naked? I mean, it's a fair question. Well, it's It's been a while since I've seen, like, I mean, this show's almost a decade old at this point. You might see his, no, I don't think he gets naked at all. Google it right now. Damn shame. Google it right now. <laughs> What do I Google for this? <laughs> Naked little man. <laughs> Naked little man Game of Thrones. Because <laughs> I, like I paused I, here. I know and you Google <laughs> just like I know, I know you don't know how to spell Tyrion Lannister. What's his name? Peter Dinklage. Peter, uh, Google. There, I'll Google it too. Naked over here. When he hosted SNL, he did a celebrity naked and afraid with Leslie Jones. Remember that? I mean, he wasn't really naked, then it was blurred, but yeah, that's what comes up when you search those results. No, I don't think he ever got naked. I think if I would have saw him naked, it would have, uh, I would have remembered it. But uh, yes, Tyrion Lannister's uh, superpowers on the show are drinking and sex. So basically, if anybody should sit on the throne, it's him. Whatever you do, do not search naked little man without Game of Thrones included. Just don't do not do that. Uh, Taylor Swift broke the 24-hour Vivo streaming record with her new song, uh, Me, with uh, Brendan Urie from uh, Panic at Disco. It has over 100 million views now in just three days, but it surpassed Ariana Grande. Thank you, Nest, next for the most watched video in 24 hours on the Vivo platform with 57 million views. It's now the second most watched video in 24 hours behind a uh, BTS video. Uh, single went number one in 70 countries on iTunes. Uh, they're going to perform the song to open up the Billboard Music Awards on uh, May 1st. When is that? When is the Wednesday. Billboard Music Awards? Wednesday. Is that Wednesday? Yeah. All right. That'll be something. Uh, Taylor's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Do we just watch that? Who else is performing at the Billboard Music Awards? That's kind of like a weird award show, like where you don't really feel like you need to watch it, right? So you just watch her open up, and then you're like, all right. I don't know. It might be all right. Uh, Avengers Endgame is the biggest uh, opening movie of all time. Do you want to just run down the uh, records here? Uh, it's a it, lot. It's the biggest global launch. It made $1.2 billion over the weekend. The previous record was $640 uh, million by Avengers Infinity War. So the last Avengers movie was the biggest opening weekend of all time with $640 million. You Just double <laughs> End- that. Endgame doubled it. It made $1.2 billion in a weekend. Biggest opening in North America with $350 million. Biggest opening in single day domestically. Fastest film to hit $100 million at the box office. It did it in 17 hours. Uh, the biggest Saturday domestically. It made $109 million on Saturday. The top IMAX opening. It made uh, 90, uh, 
91 million at IMAX, top advanced pre-saler, biggest international debut with 859 million, biggest China opening. I mean, it just goes on. It's the biggest opening weekend movie of, of all, all time. time. And now it has to go for uh it's got to go for Avatar's record, right? What was Avatar? 2.7 billion, I think, or 2.6 billion? Uh somewhere around so, there, yeah. Uh it just End, end game breaking Avatar's record really just depends on people. It's got to go on a run here. Going to see it two, three, and four times, which I, I know people who went and saw it multiple times this weekend. But I think the thing that might hurt Endgame is it's a commitment. It's not just a three hour movie. That's like drive to the theater. Mm hmm drive home mm -hmm. so really at the end you're looking at you know depending on how close you are to a movie theater getting there for the previews you're looking at more like a four hour commitment maybe four and a half hour commitment i mean the previews were good i thought they were all pretty good or maybe i'm i was just so horny for avengers that it didn't even matter what the like previews? What, what was on the screen i don't yeah, even remember yeah. any of the previews i remember there's a lion king one. Oh yeah lion king's gonna be good the new yeah. will smith movie is coming oh yeah where will smith like fights himself a man yeah. in black uh yeah, Men in, ba Men in Black looked okay. Well, I was just sitting there, it's like yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they yeah. they could have shown me a lot of previews. They could have shown me anything before Endgame, yeah, and I'm like yeah, hell oh, yeah. yeah. Got, isn't that how it is when you're excited for a movie and the previews start? Like, I know it's annoying, but you always turn to the person you're with and be like, yep, looks good, right? Yep. Uh -huh. We're gonna see that one. We're gonna see that one. <laughs> like. Why can't anybody just sit through previews? After every preview end, you turn to the person you're with or somebody you're with and just, you give them the like, uh, no, eh, I'll wait for Netflix for that one. <laughs> like, you have to comment after every preview. Uh, there was a story, according to the international news, I don't know if this one's real. This one might be fake, man. I don't know. A fan in China cried so much during the uh, Avengers Endgame movie. She started hyperventilating, having trouble breathing. Uh, so she was taken to the hospital and given oxygen. All right. Maybe maybe that one's true. Maybe not. Uh, there's another one outside of Hong Kong theater. Taiwanese media. Oh, All right. No. So we got to just see. A lot of these are just overseas, international. So it's not sources that I'm recognizing. We got to trust overseas. So it could be. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But um, a man who is not identified was left bloody outside of a movie theater in Causeway Bay, Hong Kong, after watching the movie. And apparently shouting out spoilers to fans waiting in line to see Avengers Endgame. There was a photo of the man uh, allegedly kind of spreading online that shows him on the street with blood coming out of his head. So the story is he got beat up because he spoiled Endgame. I mean... I can see somebody getting their ass kicked. Well, yeah, I could see it happening, but I just don't know if I'm trusting Taiwanese media says because there's pictures of a guy. You know, they could have used any picture of some guy who got beat up and been like, this guy spoiled Endgame. Look at this. You know, and then all of a sudden, here we are reading it on the show like it's a real thing that happened. So both of those stories, I don't even know if they're real, but I just want to throw it out there. So when you see it, because somebody will send it to you on Facebook. Did you hear about the guy oh, who goodness. spoiled Endgame and got beat up? Just be like, yeah, it's from like Taiwanese media from pictures that were online. So what are we going to do here? We're going to trust that, or I think you just kind of have to chalk it up for what it is. But So, listen, if you really like Avengers Endgame and want to help it, I guess, beat the all-time record set by Avatar, go see it two, three, and uh, four times this week and next week and the week after that. It was good, though. I think it lived up to the hype. It was uh, mm -hmm. 
It was a pretty good way of wrapping up a lot of characters. And, you know, they've been building these movies for like a decade now. You know? I don't know how it could have been better. Like, it was that good. Yeah. Uh, to sit for a little over three hours in a movie theater and not feel bored, uh, it's 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 pretty incredible. And just salute to Marvel and everybody that works on those movies who have taken us all on this ride for the past decade because I feel like they wrapped it up pretty good. So what do we get next? We get Spider-Man Homecoming next, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Spider-Man. Can't wait for oh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Can't wait for Spider-Man. And then, do we even know what's happening after Spider-Man? I know there's going to be another Guardians of the Galaxy, which, by the way, if you saw Endgame, I think I'm as hyped for the next Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Like, I'm excited for that like it's a legit Avengers movie at this point. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what I want right now. If there is something I need, like a new Spider-Man, sure, I'll go watch it. I want a new Guardians of the Galaxy after Endgame so badly. So badly. Uh, so it's the biggest opening weekend of all time. Somebody might have got their ass kicked for spoiling it. Maybe. Some girl might have gone to the hospital because she was crying uncontrollably. Yeah, yeah. And uh, now it's just got to try to beat Avatar. 96.1. Follow and tweet the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Janet tweets us, turned on the radio and I hear crack pipe and that's not chocolate. Show never disappoints. At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It's the Morning Freak Show. Show's already over. How'd we get here? Oh. Okay. It went quick, though. It always goes quick, man. We have a fun job. It's pretty awesome. Uh, what do we want to call the podcast today? We talked about Avengers and Game of Thrones mm, a lot. Battle. <laughs> uh, battle of... Can't Na- wait to hear uh, what the battle's going to be about. Battle of Naked Granny Endgame. All right. Combo of everything. Yeah. Okay, that'll work. (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever see the picture of the naked granny on Game of Thrones? Yeah, you showed it to me whenever that actually happened. Did I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. That's why we were questioning about uh, naked granny. I don't know. Bob's... uh... Now, are you going to make your Game of Thrones recap a separate podcast like you did last week? Because I feel like your Game of Thrones recaps are good enough to just be their own podcast. Because you've never seen an episode, you're just going off memes and hashtags. So I think we need to do a full separate uh, Bob's Battle <laughs> Battle of Winterfell <laughs> recap uh, podcast. Uh, yeah, I'll put it up there. All right. Uh, freak show question of the day today. This will be around 530 with Tall Kathy. You listen to the end of our show. We give you the question and answer, and then you listen to uh, Kathy around 530. Could win something. Uh, question of the day. What Game of Thrones actor did we wonder if they've ever done a nude scene before? It is uh, Peter Dinklage who plays uh, Tyrion Lannister on Game of Thrones. So you can either give his Game of Thrones name or his regular, uh, just real life in-person actor name, Peter Dinklage or Tyrion Lannister. We just wondered because Bob Bob asked what his superpower was. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I said sex and drinking. And then we went down a whole wormhole of where Bob questioned if he's been naked on the show. And I don't know, our Game of Thrones recaps, you know, so we go to it weird, gets weird. We go to weird places. But Peter Dinklage or Tyrion Lannister 
answer to the freak show question of the day. Anything else you got to tell the kids? <laughs> Why? No, I think that covers it. All right. Uh, Ryan Seacrest shows up next. Everybody have a good day. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. This is On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Let's get it done. Hope you had a nice.